This is The Journey, a series of interviews by Kathy Wardle with members of St. Joseph Catholic Community who each speak about their faith journey. WSJF will air a new conversation each week. Here's the host of The Journey, Kathy Wardle. This is part two of the conversation that Kathy had with Bridget Rusk. And as we begin, Bridget is speaking. We kept tight with the church for a very long time while our children were young. Because, first of all, we had four kids. And um, someone was always in a sacrament. <laughs> so, so Someone was always getting their first communion and, and preparing for that. Or reconciliation. Or baptism. Or whatever. So we were, we were always going through the sacraments for a, a pretty pretty consistently for a long time there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot to travel, yeah. but it sounds like it was, well, really, yeah, it like, was a good absolutely. thing to be and doing. It, it, was, it was great because without even knowing it, it kept us close to the church. Sure. It really did. Um, and then as they got older and sports kick in and they start getting involved in all these activities and everything... Then it becomes a lot more work, mm-hmm. and then it be- that's that's when we started fading fading away again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it you know you're you're more focused on so- how many soccer games we have and this that and the other thing, and mass doesn't even come into your thought. Mm-hmm. So that that's probably you know we we were in it we were in the mix when we were really going through all the sacraments with our kids and everything and then once they reached confirmation age that's when it was sort of like we we were kind of falling back and falling back and that sounds like what happened to you yeah absolutely once i reached confirmation age i wanted pretty much you know nothing to do with it Mm -hmm. so so how you know, looking at that, um, would you advise other families who are experiencing that lull or that dip right now? I mean, what, what advice would you have? Well, I feel like, um, oh gosh, I don't know if I, we're, we're going to give out advice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the one thing that I can say looking back on it, I'm not, I'm not sure about when, you, when you're in it. When you're in the mix of it and you're literally like, okay, I mean, there's always an excuse to not go to mass. There's always an excuse. So really making it a priority, like, okay, so we have to get up and go at eight o'clock in the morning. Nobody wants to get up and go at eight o'clock in the morning with four kids, um, especially when you're getting ready to hit a soccer field for the next six or seven or eight hours. Yeah. But that's where that's where it that's where you really get down into it like okay is this a part of life is this what we want to do is i mean you, anything worth doing is not always easy so you have to make the hard decisions you have to do the hard things you have to get your butt out of bed at <laughs> six o'clock yeah. in the morning to start getting everybody ready yeah um and i didn't do a great job at it all the time and and the times the things that i noticed look now looking looking back the times when I was away from God and wasn't wasn't going regularly and wasn't even on my own praying regularly or talking to God regularly, those are the times when I struggled in life a lot. Yeah, that's when life was hard. Life life was hard. And that's a really important thing to remember is that there 
even though it's natural and it happens and we all experience the bumps, the bumps might be bigger when you don't have that connection to, to God. Oh, absolutely. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, and I also think that you have to have the bumps to bring you closer to God. I mean, the he's he put the bumps there for a reason. <laughs> we didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he knows he knows our path before we do. Mm-hmm. And he knows that we're going to struggle and 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 he he knows the journey that we're on and he just waits for us to do the things that we have to do to bring ourselves closer to him. I, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's my belief. Well, I think that's really well said. And I think it's something that a lot of us can relate to. I mean, um, we're human. And, and, you know, the fact that God loves us sometimes is pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Because we make lots of boo-boos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, well as you look forward, or as, you, as, as even now, are you involved with some things at church here that... Yeah, well, connected in a big way. I just recently have um, rekindled and renewed my relationship um, with God. And it has been, even though my last one just just did her confirmation, she just got confirmed in June. Um, and she was kind of the, the thread that was still, you know, that I was still hanging on to. I would mm-hmm. come to church with her and everything. Um I, I've, I've kind of recently was going, well, have for a very long time struggled with, um, alcohol and, um, and leaned heavily on God recently to pull me out of that. And so I decided this year that, um, I was not with God at all, even though I had just gone through this confirmation. Well, my daughter had gone through the confirmation process, and I was bringing her to, ch- to church and doing those things. I wasn't. I wasn't spiritually present at all, mm-hmm. and my relationship with God was gone. Was so, mostly non-existent. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, we can be here bodily, yeah, but we may not be here spiritually. Right, is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. You can you can be here physically all you want, but if your mind and heart aren't if you're not talking to him and asking him for things and thanking him for things on a daily basis, multiple times a day for me, <laughs> but yeah. um, that's, it, it's, you just drift away. Mm-hmm. And when you drift away, from my, my experiences, when I drift away, my life is not right. Things aren't right. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I made the decision in January to, um, join Alcoholics Anonymous and stop drinking. And I don't know if Alcoholics Anonymous brought me back to God or if God brought me to Alcoholics Anonymous, but they worked together to (laughs) somehow create this very, very beautiful, um, spiritual closeness that I am currently. Wow, good for you. Um, wow, that took some big courage, didn't it? Oh, yeah, huge amount of courage. But God gave that to me. Yeah. God gave me the, that, the courage to make the step. He gave me the support system. He gave mm-hmm. me the strength. It, it's all It's all him. It's all him. So, it, I mean, it, it really is. And it's it, it's, it's, an actu- it's, a be- it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I've never, ever felt 
that closest that I felt in the Basilica, I'm almost right there. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever reach that closeness because that was kind of a once in a lifetime sort of thing. I strive for it, but oh, it's 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 a lot like a romance. I mean, when you think about oh, it, yeah. that was your first love and your first commitment, and you know. You can you can resurrect that. You can reclaim that any time. Well, and I'm back to what it, what I was at Notre Dame. You know, I, at Notre Dame, we talked about I was doing it because I was choosing it. Mm -hmm. I was choosing it for me. Um, during the early years of raising kids and all that stuff, I was doing it for them. I was going yeah. to church for them, yeah. not for me, because I was doing what I was supposed to be doing as a mom. Mm -hmm. So I was doing it for them. Thank gosh, or thank God I was doing it at for all, them right? at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I, who cares what I was doing it for as long as I was doing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now I'm back to doing it for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have gotten to church almost every single Sunday in the, since, since uh, January. And um, just I'm recommitting right now baby steps, recommitting, yeah. recommitting yeah. myself to that, you know, it, and it's not always easy. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes you don't feel like going, sometimes you don't feel like waking up. Oh, I just want to sleep in today, mm -hmm. but it, it really is the most beautiful way to start the day. Yeah. And once I get, I mean, I have sat in church and for absolutely no reason at all, just started crying because I'm so grateful and thankful that his hand pulled me back. Mm -hmm. And I sat in church for years, and I asked him to help me be a better person, to help me be a better mom, to help me be a better wife, a better friend, a better daughter. And I thought he wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. But he was just waiting for me to realize that I, I needed the courage and could do it with with him. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do it for me. I had to do it myself with his lead. You know, I you're reminding me, he was waiting for you to reach your hand up. I've seen a picture somewhere where God's hand is always there and he just wants us to reach up. We have to grab it. it. Yeah, we have to grab it. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. We have to grab it. He can't, and he's not going to force us. He's not going to force us. We do it. We have free will. Yeah. But when you grab it, mm, blessings. Boy, does he show his. He shows himself. It's so. It's so obvious now. Like, even just little things. Like I'll be like, I got you. I heard you. Thank you. <laughs> I um. I've. I had a. I had a just a rough week. Just kind of wonky last week. And just struggling with stuff, you know, life's not easy. And so working through everything and, and, you know, and I sat in church on Sunday morning and I, I was emotional, you know, just like, ah, come on, help me out of this, this spot that I'm in this. I don't know why I'm in this spot, but I, I need you to get me out of it. I need you to take me out of it. Um, help me. And I went home and on my bedside table, I went upstairs to change my clothes, and on my bedside table was a little note from my youngest daughter. And it just was that, dear mom, I love you very much, and I'm so proud of you, of Megan. Wow. And 
I looked up and I said, thank you. Because I just asked you for that about 35 minutes ago. <laughs> and you gave me that. You know what you did? And I've heard this too, how important it is. And I fail so many times. Give God credit for the things that happened. It, it was him. It wasn't just luck or it happened to coincidence. Give it credit. Give yeah. him credit. Yeah, you have to. And it, and when you're really looking for it, and God doesn't answer our prayers on our time. Yeah. <laughs> I sat in that church for 10, 15 plus years asking him, make me stop drinking. Make me be a better mom. Make me, make me do this. Make me, make me, make me, make me. I, for 10, 15 years. And I didn't. And, or he didn't make me. And it's because he knew that I needed to go through what I needed to go through. Yeah, the bump. The bump. Yeah. And so, you know, he it, he answered my prayer when he knew it was right. Yeah. We don't know. He doesn't answer on, on our time. He answers on his time. Oh, to be patient mm. and wait for that, right? <laughs> not my strong suit. <laughs> yeah, not any of our strong suit. Well, we better wrap it up here, and maybe great. we'll just have to have a part two someday. Catch that up on, sounds great. On all the things that happened. I'll here. still be on the journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful way to end. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of you who listen to the journeys, and we hope you've been encouraged. Uh, by this story, and we'd like to invite you to see You've been listening to The Journey with our host, Kathy Wardle. WSJF will air a new conversation with Kathy each week. Please continue to listen for new interviews on The Journey from St. Joseph Catholic Community.